Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, guys. How are you? I've had a busy morning. I've been trying to watch these uh, John Durham hearings in real time, grab audio from them, all the while fielding phone calls from my wife and texts from my wife giving me directions to the guys who are tiling the bathroom. Imagine doing a radio show like that. Can you just imagine that? You're sitting there and you're watching, uh, you know, whoever, John Durham testify or your Jim Jordan or whatever, and all of a sudden you get a, a text from your wife that says, Oh, you can't put the tile that way. It's got to be this way. So give me a call me on FaceTime right now. So that's what I'm dealing with today. So if I occasionally accidentally slip during my discussion of the during hearings and say uh, something about uh, terracotta tile, you'll understand. It's a, it's a little... <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that, uh, that you have to deal with when you, uh, when you do your show from your house. I, I know that everybody likes to think that, you know, I'm not, I'm not like Rush Limbaugh. I didn't have a you know, $45 million mansion, and God bless him. I'd, I'd love to have that eventually. But uh, for, unfortunately, I have an 1,800-square-foot uh, house with, a, with a, uh, a bedroom that's con- converted into a TV and radio studio. And right now, right next door to me, uh, there are some guys working on the bathroom. Uh, you may have heard during the show yesterday some uh, hammering and some pounding. Uh, I was not pounding a desk, actually. I was. It was just the, the guys next door pounding and, and working on the bathroom. So anyway, <laughs> you know what? But we have a lot of things to be grateful for because you know what? Today the world was supposed to end. It's the end of the world as we know it. You had no idea. It's the end of the world. Is it that a leftist prediction would do a face plant? So a, a top climate scientist uh, five years ago today said that humans will go extinct if we don't fix climate change by today's date in 2023. Top climate scientists warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. That was five years ago. And um, I just looked outside, and my truck is still parked there. My truck, my Bronco named Buck, that is not an EV because EVs are for posers. So uh, the, a recent speech at the University of Chicago, James Anderson, a professor of atmospheric chemistry at Harvard University, warned that climate change drastically pushing Earth back to the Eocene epoch from 33 million B.C. 
Five years ago today, climate change hoaxer Greta von Thunberg said the world would end. On, on June 21st, 2018, she made a bold claim on Twitter stating that humanity, humanity had a narrow five-year window to stop the f- use of fossil fuels or face inevitable extinction. Hold on one second. Yes, still still the same combination of uh, oxygen, of nitrogen, of hydrogen, and all sorts of stuff in the atmosphere. Still fine. Plants are still green. Uh, I can go jogging today, and I won't be gasping for air like somebody climbing the peak of Everest without oxygen. Isn't that amazing? It hasn't changed. Driving a car doesn't mean anything. Uh, so, but you know what? Here's the amazing thing about, about every end-of-world prediction, every end-of-the-world prediction ever made by man, particularly by the uh, green energy zealots. Um, they've all been wrong. Yeah. And, and you know why I know that? Because the world hasn't ended yet. So there's, there, there's that. So, yeah, today is the anniversary that she made. Uh, she, she, uh, the doomsday prediction made by the Swedish climate campaigner Greta Thunberg when she was 15 and she suddenly became a sage for all mankind to listen to, even though she hadn't gone through anything in her life. It's kind of like what's happening uh, in this country. We've got a bunch of children running the operation, even though they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. But for some reason, uh, if you have some sort of a political bent that leans far left, they'll uh, leave. They gifts at your feet if you're 15, rather than just saying, "Oh, it's a 15-year-old. That's very nice, Greta. We appreciate it." They, uh, you know, they make her into some sort of a folk hero because her parents bought her a three million dollar boat to sail across the ocean and then get a plane ride back. Anyway, a top climate scientist warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. That hasn't happened. So why are we still per- pursuing this uh, green energy nonsense? Well, because it's about hobbling the United States. It's about it's it's one of the many many planks of the uh, Maoist revolution. One of them is to uh, take away our energy independence because that makes us strong in the world. But you should know, you should know that uh, today the world did not end, and that is a very very good thing. It is a very good thing. So I'm not going to start with the Durham probe. Because I've got uh, plenty of stuff here. I've got the Durham testimony. I'm going to share some audio on it, and I'd love to hear your thoughts at 800-922-6680. Um, thus far, it's been pretty good. Uh, thus far, you've got snarky Democrats making up nonsense like uh, Adam Schiff, and you've got uh, uh, Republicans questioning uh, John Durham. First time I've actually heard John Durham really speak at length, and, uh, and I think what he's saying is pretty, uh, pretty great, actually. So uh, we'll get to that. We know that Crossfire Hurricane and the Russia collusion hoax was made up. We know that Hillary Clinton paid for it. The FBI was involved. We know that Lisa Page and Peter Strzok were involved. We know that they tried to buy this this dossier. They passed it off to a FISA court illegally and got the federal government to surveil Donald Trump's campaign transition team and presidency. It was meant to throw the scent off of Hillary Clinton and her actual collusion with Russia, with Russian oligarchs. There were four investigations of Hillary Clinton going into the 2016 campaign, all dealing with the Clinton Foundation and Global Initiative, which had received hundreds of millions of dollars from Russian oligarchs and the federal government, the FBI, killed all of those investigations and destroyed the evidence. Other than that, nothing to see here. So that is coming up. But I do want to start off with what happened yesterday. We, of course, talked about Hunter Biden being essentially given a slap on the wrist for uh, some pretty major crimes. 
tax crimes. You ever hear the radio commercials? You know, are you in trouble with the IRS? Do you want to go to jail? Maybe you need to call one of our attorneys because the IRS will pursue you relentlessly to the ends of the earth. If you screw up anything, the IRS will pursue you to the ends of the earth. And with 87,000 new IRS agents, don't you suppose they will do that? Well, of course you do. Of course you suppose that the FBI or the, the IRS would do that. But they didn't do that with Hunter Biden. When is the last time you fretted over owing the federal government money and you were worried about going to jail even though it was an honest mistake? Has that happened to you? Has that happened to you? I, I had it happen once, uh, and it was a mistake, and I sent the money. That happened, I mean, like literally 25, 30 years ago, you know, and I, I was terrified. Hunter Biden can go without paying taxes on illegal money, or well, what money that he's getting for services rendered. Nobody knows what product or service the Biden family pro- pro- provides for $30 million in foreign money other than uh, influence. But yet Hunter Biden owed over a million dollars in taxes. Finally, somebody ponied up the money for him, a friend of the Biden family, and the FBI says, oh, that's, that's perfectly cool. And, and then Hunter Biden lied on a federal gun application, said that he wasn't high on crack all the time. You can't do that. Now, one of the biggest platforms of the Democrat Party and the organization, the NAACP, is the disparate treatment of some people in the country with regard to the criminal justice system. Don't you suppose there are a good deal, and I'm not meaning to make this exclusively racial, but it's part of the equation. Don't you suppose that there are a lot of young men, uh, maybe even women of color, in jail or have gone to jail for doing the same thing or possessing an illegal firearm? Just possessing an illegal firearm. Hunter Biden possessed an illegal firearm. He did not have the right to have that. What about if some kid in Chicago gets caught with a gun that isn't his? Do you suppose that he'll be afforded the same opportunities to defend himself and then be exonerated by the DOJ and the FBI? Oh, hell no. You're going to go to jail. Depending on what city you're in, you're going to go to jail. Isn't it nice? We do indeed have a two-tiered justice system. It is, uh, without a doubt, it has been made very clear by the last seven years of going after Donald Trump, seven years of investigations, two uh, impeachments, one while in office, one after office, which has never happened, two indictments of Donald Trump after he left office, never happened in presidential history, unless you count the little uh, horse incident with, uh, with General Grant, President Grant, that doesn't even matter. This is unprecedented. It should alarm anyone when you look at the dearth of evidence with regard to the DOJ going after political enemies and ignoring political allies. That's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. Peace by David Marcus. No one is above the law. Tell that to America's least favorite deadbeat dad, Hunter Biden, who's walking away from a five-year probe into tax and gun crimes with nothing more than a slap on the wrist. It's an abomination of justice. A gentle slap on the wrist for Hunter and a straight punch in the nose for the rest of us. Call me naive, but I'd call, I didn't expect this to be so blatant. Well, of course it would be. It's called hubris. Actually, it's called hubris. Democrats, uh, they have hubris because they know they can get away with anything. They have the DOJ in their back pocket. And even better, they have the mainstream media in their back pocket. 
For instance, Donald Trump pursued for three years on a specious allegation that he colluded with the Russians to throw the 2016 election. It was entirely made up. Hillary Clinton was throwing the scent off of her own connection to the Russian oligarchs and her foundation after signing off on Uranium One while she was the Secretary of State. And then uh, Donald Trump, they expect us to believe that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia to throw the election when Russia had no uh, no interest in having him be the president when Hillary Clinton had already been bought and paid for. They thought it was easy sailing. Hillary Clinton was going to be the president. They were going to get everything they paid her back in spades. And then she got bid. So they went after Donald Trump. They tried to pin this on Donald Trump to the campaign. They paid for it. They, they got the FBI involved. They did their level best. It did a face plant. He won. And for three years, the mainstream media carried that story. And it was all a lie. <laughs> it was all a lie. And we're expected, I guess, to let this go, right? Isn't that what you're expected to do? Five-year investigation, countless man-hours, gallons of newspaper rinks spilt. America's least favorite deadbeat dad appears to have received the sweetest of sweetheart deals. Hunter failed to pay Uncle Sam $200,000 on $1.5 million of income between 2017 and 2018. And for this, the scion of the Biden family was handed two measly misdemeanors. Next, we have the gun charge. First question, why did this take five years? That's longer than the Russia collusion investigation, longer than World War II for that matter. Gary Shapley, 14-year veteran of the IRS, told CBS last month, when I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw deviations from the normal process. It was way outside the norm of what I experienced in the past. You know why? It's called the slow walk. It's called a slow walk. Hunter was offered a, pre, a plea deal and the conclusion of a case, or so it appeared. He, uh, uh, Hunter's attorney saw it differently. He says, it's my understanding that a five-year investigation into Hunter is resolved. No, 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 no. It apparently is not. It apparently is not. This is what uh, Kevin McCarthy had to say yesterday about Hunter's exoneration. Then I'm going to get into a little bit about what Tucker Carlson said about it in the fourth, epi- the fourth episode of his, uh, of his uh, new Twitter broadcast. It's interesting stuff. But this is what Kevin McCarthy said yesterday. I alluded to it, and let's keep our fingers crossed that this is actually going to happen. Continues to show the two-tier system in America. If you are the president's leading political opponent, the DOJ tries to literally put you in jail and give you prison time. If you are the president's son, you get a sweetheart deal. Now this does nothing to our investigation. It actually should enhance our investigations because the DOJ should not be able to withhold any information now saying that because of pending investigation, they should be able to provide Chairman Comer with any information that he requires. Yeah. Well, we will see. Uh, listen, the number here is uh, 800-922-6680. A little bit more on this. We're going to go into the uh, Durham testimony today. Get your thoughts on it. A really funny uh, instance that a listener reminded me of about Adam Schiff being pranked. He was looking for dirt on Donald Trump, and he got pranked. And yet he's questioning uh, John Durham, saying that, uh, that uh, the Trump family tried to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. It's hilarious, and I'm glad I had it pointed out to me. All of that's coming up. This is the Rob Carter. Show. Newsmax. Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. 
Real news for real people. He's the best thing to come out of Iowa since Superman and Captain Kirk. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. A lot of stuff on the plate and um, a lot of things to uh, digest today. And I, I apologize if I in any way, shape, or form appear to be not focused on a single topic. I'm, I'm trying to digest all of the things that happened this morning while preparing the show. <laughs> but um, but we do know that yesterday uh, Hunter Biden got a slap on the wrist. It wasn't a big surprise. I opened the show yesterday by saying it wasn't a big surprise. This is America. This is the bourgeois and the proletariat. Uh, this is uh, Uday and Hussein. Uh, uh, Uday and Hussein. Uh, Hussein. Uh, you know, you notice this in dictatorships. They have the son who's the heir apparent to the throne or just has special treatment. That's what happened here. You got the president of the United States, we know, as corrupt as the day is long. He's gotten uh, millions of dollars from foreign entities. That's without doubt. There are, uh, there are uh, uh, suspicious activity reports by the dozens. There are 27 LLCs, and there's money coming from China and Romania and Ukraine and whatever. Honestly, the bud's off the rose. Shut up. We know it. All right? And then you've got his crackhead son who literally went out and found people, went on trips with Joe around the world without Secret Service protection, particularly in China, where he was able to secure the, uh, the, uh, the being the head of a uh, hedge fund worth $1.5 billion. We know that uh, the Biden family's gotten 20 to $30 million from these foreign entities. We know that Joe Biden had classified documents. He is corrupt as the day is long. We know it. And yet here, the DOJ gives a sweetheart deal to the, the President Biden's son, while hundreds and hundreds of sons around the country are rotting in jail for the same damn thing. Bourgeois, proletariat, Bastille. What happens next? Well, we get out the, uh, we get out the, uh, the guillotine and we cut the heads off of the departments of government. Not the individuals, not promoting violence. I'm just saying that if there's going to be a revolution, and I think we're in the beginning, in the middle of it actually, that uh, if we have a bourgeois, a proletariat, and a Bastille, then we have to behead the agencies of corruption. That almost sounded academic, didn't it? Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Here's Tucker Carlson, his latest edition of his uh, new, uh, uh, what is it, a video podcast on Twitter? This morning, Hunter Biden pleaded guilty to pretty much nothing. Biden pled to two misdemeanor tax evasion charges, then entered a diversion on a federal gun charge. That's he it. went to a diversion. As far as Merrick Garland's Justice Department is concerned, Hunter Biden is done. There was no pre-dawn raid carried live simultaneously on CNN. Yeah, but there was a bunch of that with Trump associates. And there was no perp walk, no handcuffs, no press conference. Yeah, yeah, Peter Navarro, yeah. Roger, Above all Roger Stone. There was no felony. Hunter Biden, who broke federal gun laws, can still carry a gun. It's like it all never happened. It's like it all never happened. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Here's a little bit more. Uh, and this is one of the people who predicted that there would be virtually no charges for Hunter Biden, just like I predicted, just like you knew was going to happen. Bank records show the Biden family, their business associates, and their companies, their many companies, received over $10 million from foreign nationals and their related companies, the committee wrote. 
Investigators had, quote, identified payments to Biden family members from foreign companies while Joe Biden served as vice president <laughs> and after he left public office. So actually, there was something there. It was other than no, other than that, nothing to see here. And and remember, I mentioned Uday and Kuse Hussein, who are Saddam's sons, evil uh, uh, sons who ultimately were killed. Uh, this is the same kind of scenario. They can get away with anything. Because of who they who they are, who their dad is, this is so third world. This is so Iraq. This is so North Korea. It's a scandal, racketeering, money laundering, yeah. wire fraud. Those yeah. are some of the crimes the Biden seem to have committed. So what would happen to them? Well, Donald Trump had an idea. Quote: They'll hit Hunter with something small to yep. make their strike on me look fair. Yep. Trump wrote that about two weeks ago, and it turned out those were prescient words. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, is this the country you want to live in? Knowing that you are not going to be treated the same way that those in, the, in power are? I mean, it's, it's obvious. The DOJ is focused on CRT parents. The DOJ is focused on everything but the real criminality in Washington, D.C., which is the swamp. Coming up, there are a bunch of people who are kind of mad about it, including some famous uh, people of color who were punished in a different way, much more severely, for the same thing Hunter did. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Are you at war with your skin? Occasionally I am. Agonizing, unbearable itch, uncontrollable scratching, affecting all aspects of your life. Even worse, if it's your baby. There's no peace or sleep for anybody in the family. Take control with 100% drug-free, doctor-developed, topical Exabate. It's more than it's free skin. It's your life. Enjoy outdoor family activities or simply a shower without the sting of 1,000 needles. Become comfortable with intimacy again. No matter where the itch or why, with Exabate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Call 800-854-1262. That's 800-854-1262. American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's the Rob Carson Show. Apparently, uh, there's some people who are a little upset about uh, Hunter Biden getting off on uh, scot-free, getting off scot-free. I don't know what that means exactly. Scot-free. Is there somebody famous named Scott who got off a, a political chart? I don't even know where scot-free came from. But anyway, uh, Hunter Biden got off scot-free. This is what uh, uh, Tucker said about it. This morning, it. Hunter Biden pleaded guilty to pretty much nothing. Biden pled to two misdemeanor tax evasion charges, then entered a diversion on a federal gun charge. Yeah, so he got a slap on the wrist. He's off scot-free. And uh, there's some people who are mad about it, including a rapper named Kodak Black, as well as some other prominent black figures, including first offenders who went to jail doing what Hunter did. And I'll get to that here very shortly. But this is Pride Month. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, you thought it was Pride Year, the way things have been going. Uh, Jan June the 1st, I thought uh, that uh, last month was Pride Month. So when, when June the 1st rolled around, they said Pride Month. I said, well, wait, wait, what was all that Dylan Mulvaney stuff? What was all that Target stuff? That was last. Are you, are, are, we're just starting Pride Month? Are you kidding me? And I thought, wow, the radical LGBTQIA++ community has ruined the movement. They overreached. And now people are just kind of like, you know, 
uh, I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm not intolerant. You immediately kick down the door, claim that America was intolerant with regards to gays and transgender people, and then when we said no or not, you said, "Well, you're a homophobe, and you're a you're a you know whatever whatever." And this is kind of what leftists do. They they immediately kick down the door, say that you're a racist, and then you say, no, but no, I'm not. I'm, I'm married to a black woman, and we have two black children. And they say, well, you could still be a racist, and because you say that, you're a racist. That's the kind of thing that we have going on here. Same thing going on with Pride Month. You, you, I, I've never had a problem with gay people. I've never had an issue with, I say that uh, the government needs to stay out of marriage. If gay people want to experience the same suffering that I've experienced, then go ahead and get married. I don't even care. But the radical LGBTQ movement ex- means that you have to accept all of the tenets of their movement. Everything down to giving children puberty blockers and mutilative surgery. And that's why Pride Month pretty much has jumped the shark. Joining me on the phone, Anthony Raimondi, Raimondi who is a contributor for uh, Gays Against Groomers, which I see all the time. I love their videos. It shows the insanity of the radical LGBTQIA++ um, movement. And he joins us on the Newsma- uh, News- Newsmax hotline. Anthony, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I saw this poll this morning. I'd like to know your thoughts. Fewer Republican and Democrat voters view same-sex relations as morally acceptable. The figure has fallen from its high in 2019. Do you suppose that all of this um, uh, Pride Month stuff and the Dylan Mulvaney and the Target and all of that uh, has come home to roost for the you know the movement that uh, that get, the progress that gay people have made in the last forty years. Oh yeah, I've been saying this for a while. When I saw this stuff kind of going on, and they were pushing and pushing and pushing, pushing, I said it, it's been hijacked. I've said it before on your show, yeah. and it is going yeah. to push people further and further away from accepting it. It's just and and don't forget, you also forgotten that whole alphabet situation. There's also something called two spirit, I guess. As well. Oh God, yes. Two spirit. I don't even know what that means. Well, Anthony, a long time ago, I said, and I made it as a joke. I I made a joke. I said, I said, actually, they they add to it, and what in fact LGBTQIA goes off into infinity like pi, and and so yeah. they have to shorten it. But now they've added apparently the infinity symbol, which means, uh, and I just have the story, which means gay people with autism. Did you hear about that? Um, I did hear about that, and at first I thought that this, there's no way that this can be real, uh, but it, 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 it's indeed real. I, I what else can we add? I mean, are they going to start adding the emoji symbols on there next? Or I mean, obviously there's going to be gay people of different, uh, you know, different beings, I guess. But why do we need to put that on a flag? don't understand it and when you put the infinity symbol it says exactly what i said it goes on to infinity like pi so they can add whatever but don't are you kind of embarrassed when you have somebody like a news anchor or a spokesperson for the gay community say lgbtqiaaa plus 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 and then does and then launches into what they're going to say doesn't that sound i mean it just makes you look like an idiot it really does you look i'm so <laughs> embarrassed by the there's Many of us who have done videos saying that we're going back into the closet because we don't want to be a part of it. 
Uh, I would just uh, rather have everybody just leave us alone, and this is just not – it's not a good look. I really do think it's the Gen Zs uh, that have been pushing this ideology, though. Because the old school gays are not as perceptive to it, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, I I agree that some of the younger people are, uh, but I'll tell you the the part of the gay community for a very long time have um, you know set themselves outside of the mainstream. For instance, yeah. you never see a parade where straight people uh, march, uh, you know, proudly as men, women, children uh, gather on either side of the street wearing uh, 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 leather chaps with no pants on, being spanked by somebody with a cat of nine tails. And, and that, I always said of those, I said, does that make you proud, Anthony? And why does no. that still persist? Who's doing that? No, look. If you went to a, a, a say you went to a Fourth of July parade in a small town or a big town or a big city, and it was and you had people walking around like that, they would be arrested for indecent exposure. And why we allow it in the gay community to make us look like sexual deviants is beyond me, and it is super embarrassing. I um uh, I don't know how you you old are, but I'm thinking you're probably a millennial. I'm a Gen Xer. Um, yeah. I remember. I remember growing up. Uh, it was a different situation in the 1970s. Uh, gay people were beaten up just for being gay. It was a joke. It was like, oh, there's a gay guy. Beat the snot out of him. Oh, he's a limp wristed whatever. That's what it was. That's what it was. And look at all of the progress that has been made in our country. And then this rolls around. Um, who who is at fault here? And how do uh, common sense people who are gay? or trans, uh, regain the high ground on this. Media and big corporations are behind it. They want us to be divided, and they are making money off of the gay community, and they are, they are um, exploiting us. And the gay community should wake up, and they should push back on all of the corporations and all of the media coverage that has, um, has really brought us back just into a dark place for the LGBT community. When when Pride Month kicked off this year, let me ask you, what was your reaction after the month preceding with Target? Target literally, and this, I don't care who you are, if you're gay, straight, or otherwise, pushing, tucking swimwear for little boys so they can hide their manhood and pretend to be girls. And that happened at Target last month. Then a Pride Month rolls around. Uh, when you saw that and then Pride Month, what did you do as somebody who is gay? Um, it, Pride Month became something completely different than it has been in years past. Yeah. I was appalled when I saw what Target did. And I'm proud of parents for pushing back and being allowed about it because I think that we definitely saw an impact happen. Um, when they involved children into this entire ideology, that is what, what that's literally what det like detonated America to be like, no, 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 no. You can do whatever you want, but you're not going to do it to my kids. And um, so the pushback from parents has, has been really good to see. It's, it's sad to me because I never wanted it to go there, and that is what they've done.
You know, and you, the movement's been hijacked, Anthony. If you were even if you were even libertarian as a gay person, your opinion doesn't matter during Pride Month. All that matters is this bad guano crazy nonsense of the left. Uh, we find out that uh, one, at least one department of the government has insisted that all employees go through LGBTQIA plus training, so they're sensitive about pronouns and all of this. Can you understand, uh, in the face of all of that, how average Americans are like, you know what, I'm kind of done. I'm, I'm kind of done with this oh, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, if I'm done, a gay man, if I'm done, they have to be, they have to be done. Yeah, yeah. When, when did... Mean, when when did uh, you know? Because I've I've been to drag shows. I used to go to a show in Minneapolis called uh, Gay Nineties. They had a great show, and, it was, and I even invited, invite got to meet some of the players, um, including Miss Richfield, nineteen eighty seven, a body uh, uh, character who in in his uh, daytime job he was a post office worker, and then at night he'd become this comedian. When did uh, be, being a drag queen move from being a clownish, cartoonish? Uh, character who spouts one-liners and does karaoke become the the firebrands for a movement when, when did that happen when did it happen yeah, when did that happen <laughs> I, uh, we must have been asleep I, I don't know when it happened uh, i you know i keep saying you know i i, I worked in this in chicago during uh you know the about 20 years ago and the drag queens were much different. We also did not want kids in the bar. So when did this happen? Maybe in the last five years. I'm, I'm telling you, it was, it was severely hijacked and taken over by extremists. It really yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they refilmed the movie Birdcage with Robin Williams, now they'd have kids <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> and I love that. And I love that movie. By the way, I think the movie is fantastic. I think it's. I think it's a fantastic movie. So where where do yeah do you do you think that um, the think that we've kind of uh, the the this LGBTQRI whatever uh, movement has jumped the shark and that we're going to return a little bit more to uh, sanity or do you think things are going to get even worse? Do you, do you think we've kind of crossed the Rubicon for lack of a better cliche? Um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better, but I think okay. that, if anything, we have seen um, Americans first, moms and dads, push back, and now we've seen a lot of the gay community starting to jump on board because I have seen some content creators that are gay and liberal, and they've been starting to push back on it. So once that starts happening and they wake up, which I think they are, I think we are going to end up in a better spot but it will take a little time. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you joining me today, and uh, we are what? We are eight, day, nine days from the end of, uh, of Pride Month, and hopefully we'll be able to pick up the pieces. <laughs> I, put, I, put, I put my American flag out front, so my Pride Month is, is all, all year long. I there you go. And how do you feel? Let me ask you this, Anthony. Um, one other thing. You know, uh, the president of the United States hung the trans flag between uh, two American flags. Um, I'm going to tell you, and when you do that, to me, that's like an enemy army uh, planting a flag over patriotic Americans. And that was just to me, uh, you know, and that, and, and that, of course, if you say anything about it, you're immediately called a homophobe or a transphobe. Do you suppose yeah. that was, I think that was a massive mistake. Massive mistake. And that, that's another, look, that's another nail in the coffin for people where they're like, okay, I'm done. 
and, and actually and, and seeing that trans activist or TikTok celebrity outside of the run, a White House then naked with her with her showing herself, exposing herself. Um, I think that I think that we are that put me in a dark spot. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a disgrace, man. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, I got to tell you, it's remarkable what Gays Against Groomers has done is becoming this very high profile organization on Twitter that is or, or um, I guess you guys are on. Are you guys on Instagram or are you on? Yeah. I, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, well, TikTok keeps taking us down, but uh, I know they really, do. Yeah, really Twitter and Instagram. Now, isn't it remarkable that all you're doing is posting uh, members of the radical LGBTQIA uh, uh, movement without comment, and they're taking it down because that even uh, even the left realizes that they don't want everybody to see this. Exactly. That, all right, very good. That should really show you something. Well, I appreciate your time today, Anthony. Always good to talk to you. Where can people find you on social media? Conservative Ant on all platforms, including Getter and Truth Social. Always good to talk to you. Have a glorious weekend. This is The Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. We've got much to get to, including audio from the Durham uh, hearing this morning. John Durham speaking about uh, the uh, Russia collusion hoax. It was a giant collusion hoax. Operation Crossfire Hurricane was created by the FBI and Hillary Clinton, paid for by the FBI, ultimately proven to be completely false. And Rachel Maddow has never apologized. It's kind of weird, right? Kind of weird. This is Jim Gossett about the louse, Biden's son. That you have seen, <laughs> and this louse is Biden's son. He's kind of a scumbag. The DOJ gave him a pass, a deal they've given no one. Ask Martha Stewart about that one. Others charged with the very same crimes uh-huh. in prison. Doesn't serve one day Cause justice was undermined Pretty much, pretty much Now Hunter's raked in millions And he took from everyone Doing drugs and strippers too this louse is Joe Biden's song. I wonder how many people have gone to jail for, uh, you know, fudging a uh, little information on a, a federal gun uh, permit license. I wonder how many, how many people have, uh, have managed to uh, not pay their taxes. It, it's kind of strange. Most people go to jail. Uh, rapper Kodiak Black's attorney, Bradford Cohen, says two tiers of justice. Kodak was charged for the same crime, got three years. Mr. Biden will not serve a day. Feel right? No, 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 no. 
Uh, Kodak Black, not a big fan. Apologize, don't have him on my Spotify. Pleaded guilty in November of 2019 to lying on a federal firearms purchase form when he concealed a past criminal conviction. And he, uh, Hunter Biden, of course, lied about his drug use when buying a firearm in 2018. So it happened a year earlier. That's a guess maybe when the, uh, when the FBI began their investigation. Yeah, right? Yeah, 2018. That's kind of funny, right? Hunter Biden had uh, no past conviction, was kicked out of the Navy in 2015 after testing positive for cocaine use. In addition to Kodak Black, several other prominent black public figures, including first offenders, have faced jail time for doing what Hunter did. Joe Biden even passed a bill in 1994 that ultimately resulted in a whole lot of black people going to uh, jail for drugs. Particularly crack, which his son was really, really into. One musician, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill, who was sentenced to three months in prison for failing to pay federal taxes. There's that. Uh, actor Wesley Stipes, heard about that? He served three years in federal prison for refusing to pay taxes. It's kind of funny. Yeah, the uh, bias may not be racial, but there are plenty of Americans of every who have served time for the same charges that Hunter Biden served. That's just the way it is. But don't you wish you had a sycophantic media who would cover up for you or your kid, even though they know that what you or your kid did was illegal? This aired on May 5th. Sir, there is something personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you, could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. There you go. That's what he's proud of, I guess. That's kind of interesting. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.